tell him. Next podcast, episode 15. Recording live from a Home Depot. Um, I went to the ballpark. It wasn't happening again, so no more ballpark for me, dude. I don't know if I need a new fucking phone or what, but I drive all the way out here to do a fucking quality podcast on a Friday, and I... The fuck, dude? Drove all the way here, and the good Lord, I don't know what he's telling me, but it's, you know, do not record here. I repeat, do not record here. That's what I'm getting, so I won't go there anymore. Message sent, received loud and clear, sir. I won't record at the park anymore. God damn it. I I enjoy that, dude. Don't take that from me, but I guess it's taken from me, at least for now. You know, pretty soon the cast is going to be recorded live from my fucking apartment. Uh, I got a friend that shall not be named that's going to get me some, uh, what the fuck did he call it? It's not Adderall, but it's something like it. So, uh, basically, I'm going to do a bunch of fucking Adderall and clean... My apartment's already clean, dude. It's impressive how clean it's. It's cleaner than most of you listeners' places, I'll tell you that. That's, you know, that's nothing to scoff at, considering I'm a single male, working 50-something hours, plus commute. Well, I'm not going to brag. I'm not going to give you my motherfucking daily resume, or my weekly fucking resume, but I do a lot. The fact that it's clean is beyond me. It blows my mind. It freaks me out, but it's already clean, dude. Landon, please, I'm trying to talk. This isn't Paula Abdul hour. You want to listen to Paula Abdul? You really want to love me forever. Oh, oh, oh. I like it. But, so I'm going to do the Adderall for the fucking, what the fuck he called it. He's like, bro, it's super strong. Don't take all of it at once. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Okay. I'll figure it out. I'm an adult. And I know, you know, just, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But I need, I don't need, but I will. I'm not going to use that fucking drug and go, you know, talk to myself in a closet. Like, I'm not going to, I do that here. I talk to myself in here. I'm, I'm going to use that f- to my benefit. What I was going into was the roaches are at an all-time high. I repeat, the roaches are, they're at an all-time high. There's not too much I can do about it. I got the roach traps. I double fist fucking raid bottles. I'm sweeping them up on the regular. I'm losing this war, dude. What's the next step, dude? move all my fucking shit out onto the fucking, the third tier, onto the balcony, you ever seen like prison movies, like, you know, there, there's tiers, there's floors, you got that little two foot, fuck, two and a half foot concrete slab in front of your fucking hallway, the two foot hallway, going, you know, you've been to fucking apart, shitty apartments, I'm gonna move all my shit out there, and raid the fuck out of everything, and put roach traps everywhere, and only somebody on amphetamines would do something like that, what do you know, I'm getting amphetamines, so brother, these guys want to play rough with me, dude. You ever seen the arse, the the end of Scarface when he's grabbing his gun and sniffing cokes? Okay, okay. You want to rough? Okay, that's what I'm doing, dude. I'm not sniffing coke though. I don't do coke. It's a fucking girl drug, and I stand by that. Yeah, the drugs I'm getting, the the the, the drugas, the amphetamines I'm getting is the guy giving it to me. Is it from a girl? Yeah, dude. That doesn't make it a girl drug. What I plan on doing with these things is cleaning the fuck out of my apartment and then going to the gym and setting all-time fucking personal records, dude. Because I don't know if you've ever lifted on Adderall, brother, but let me tell you something. (laughs) It's in there. You just got to find it. You got to dig deep. 
And sometimes you can't do that because of work and other bullshit. But you pop a little pill and what do you know, dude? You're benching fucking four plates. You're like, I haven't done this in, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah, your back will pay the price. But in that day, you feel like a champion. That's what it's all about, dude. Speaking of working out, I'm a pretty simple guy, dude. I have a regiment, a program that I enjoy. It's not like I have some like crazy dedication to working out and da-da-da. I enjoy it, dude. So honestly, oh, it feels good. Yeah. That's Tony, Tony, Tone. I saw these guys at the pier once. The pier in Oceanside, California, for any Denver fags listening. Yeah. You ever see that movie, Bring It On? The cheerleading movie? They shot that at the Oceanside Pavilion, brother. That's where I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's where I saw Tony, Tony, Tone, dude. Feels good to me, brother, but we need to turn it, turn it down, Landon. Feels good. Yeah. What the hell was I talking about? Um, anyway, I, I usually like to work out before I do the podcast. I mean, any, any podcast, whether it's Friday night or Sunday night. Lately, I've been doing a, a double header. I do a little bit Friday, I do a little bit Sunday. Um, I go to this outdoor gym that I go to, to, to jump rope and do burpees. And I, I prefer this spot because they have, like I said, it's an outdoor gym, but the, the ground is squishy. So when I do the, when I hit the, when I hit the deck, dude, when I go down range, when I hit the, when I hit the deck, my hands, obviously I have mittens. I have fucking, my hands are conditioned, but no one likes to do burpees on the concrete. I've done it before and I'll do it again. Shit. I did it about 30 minutes ago by, by force. I don't want to. I show up to the outdoor gym. There must have been 30 people in lawn chairs watching some lady in a fucking yellow like skirt talk. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. Um, I rolled up smoking cigarettes, listening to Marky Mark. When Marky Mark comes on the fucking radio, dude, the radio, not, I don't, I was listening to the radio, dude. Okay. Marky Mark, good vibrations comes on. I'm going to feel it, feel it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I started talking to my brother on the phone and I tell him like, dude, there's all these people. What am I going to do about my workout? We wrap up the phone call. I said, fuck it. I'm already here. I already drank my energy drink. I'm going to make this happen. So I found a slab of concrete about 50 feet away from where these fucks were having their meeting. And I start ripping the jump rope. And the game I play is I jump rope and anytime I fuck up, this isn't funny, but I'm sitting there doing my workout and some guy with a tank top, he goes, he's in a lawn chair, him and his wife facing away from me. He goes to turn around. I'm making eye contact with him while I'm jump, jump roping, mind you. And he starts to pull his right hand up like he's going to hit me with a shush. His wife grabbed him by the wrist and put it down. How are you going to shush me, dude? You're trying to listen? Is that what you're getting at? You're trying to listen? I'm trying to work out. What doesn't make sense here? There's fucking canopy area. There, 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 there's eating areas. There, there's benches with canopies for people to eat and do shit like you're doing right now. And there's one gym, one outdoor gym. And you're in my spot, brother. So don't you dare shush me, dude. Don't you shush me. Landon, please. I don't like that at all. What do we got there? I don't know what that is. Sounds like Bruce Springsteen, but... I don't know this one, but I've heard it before. 
lot of this, I'm assuming mid-80s to late-80s shit sounds the same, but a guy like me, I'm into that stuff. If you got 10 years of your musical life, if you will, 10 years of the bullshit you listen to, robbed by fucking gangbang fucking faggery, wiger, I don't know. I'm so beaten down by, like, my life, like, my, my musical career was, like, dude, I listen to shit for so long that now I have to listen to other, what some people would consider shit to, to, to wash away the years of crap junk that I listen to. Every now and then I go back and type in a song. I'm like, yeah, I like that one. I listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? What mental space was I in to think this was cool? I don't know. Probably thought I was cool. Cool. Like, you know, oh yeah, man, I'm a fuck. I'm just a thug or I'm a fucking drug dealer. You're gay is what you are. You're getting confused and you're going to end up in trouble if you don't knock it off. Start listening to this kind of stuff. Read the Bible. Go to work. Wash your car and do your laundry on Sunday. Listen to this kind of stuff. Hang out with guys that have a relationship with Jesus. I've been hanging out with this dude, Michael. Michael. He's sick as hell, dude. I don't know how old he is. He told me 58, there's no fucking way. I know black don't crack, dude. But I'm pretty sure he's 48. He was just playing a goof. We went to dinner a couple weeks ago. It was cool. Me and Michael, you know, he brought another guy with him who was in his 60s. It got a little weird. Uh, I think I talked about this on a deleted podcast. We ate some mediocre Italian food. Ended up in the parking lot. Me and the white guy were chain smoking cigarettes while Michael ripped his vape. And we ended up talking about Rodney King. So that's whatever. I'm not going to rehash this stuff because that deleted episode, I'm sure some of you listened to it. But long, it's not long, like I said, no more long story short. Don't use that. Stories are never, if it's a story, not by definition, but the majority of the time, long story short isn't fucking applicable. It doesn't work. If you're telling me a story, brother, it's not going to be short. Especially nowadays, people's attention span because of things like TikTok and Google. And I mean Google because you press go and you get instant results. It's called instant gratification. So anytime you're telling a story, do not preface it or at any point, uh, the fuck is the word reference it with long story short because it's never short dude but anyway what i was going for getting at was i'm gonna hang out with michael again this weekend dude and it's gonna be sick again i'm hanging out with old dudes a lot of people are like that's fucking weird but i was talking to my boy the other day and he was working with a dude that was telling him man i burnt off all my fucking chest hair one time and my friend was like well how'd you do that and he's explaining to him and then a concrete truck rolled up and right when the concrete truck rolled up, he pops his shirt off. And it made sense to my friend. He's like, oh, when it, when it comes down to time to work, this guy pops his tee off. Which is sick, by the way. I wish I could do that at work, dude. Not because I'm in good shape and I'm trying to flex on anybody. But, dude, when it's time to get down to it, we're getting down and dirty. Let me pop this fucking tee, dude. We're all adults here. You know, I feel like the fags at OSHA or whoever makes the rules are just the fat-bodied bitches that get their feelings hurt. When a jacked, swole, white man... No, when a jack swole individual takes their shirt off, they're like, oh, well, he could burn his skin. That's an OSHA rag. Shut up, bitch. Or fag. I'm trying to pop my shirt off and catch some rays while I do this manual labor. And you are getting bummed about it because you're not jacked and swole, dude. You know what fixes that, dude? Getting jacked and swole, dude. It's not that hard. And if you can't do it regularly, do fucking steroids, dude. Who the fuck? Everybody's fucking doing that shit now. Just fucking do it. Don't be a pussy, dude. Be jacked and swole, dude. Don't be gay. 
And a lot of you might say, oh, being jacked and swole is gay to an extent. But at the same time, dude, you want to know, like, if, if, if your body's a car, why the fuck would I roll around like a busted out 94 Honda? You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're not the best looking guy, you're not the Range Rovers or the Mercedes, you could be a fucking, you know, souped up Honda Accord just with all the cool toys on it. You know what I'm saying? If you're an ugly motherfucker, get huge quads, huge neck, get jacked as hell. It's like, well, he's not the best looking guy, but he's fucking, look at him. And I'll tell you, brother, because I've been kind of in good shape for a minute. You get most compliments from dudes. It's not really chicks that are like, wow, that guy's fucking ripped. It's all dudes, which honestly goes a long way. Because at the end of the day, brother, I'm getting older. Do you really think I give a fuck about what a chick thinks about me? I don't, dude. I had an opportunity to some, like, I'm not saying get a girlfriend, but I could have went to an event this this th- yesterday with a chick. And just the fact that she didn't text me like, hey, are we going? I didn't pursue it and I didn't go, but I'm at a point in my life that I'm just like, dude, I don't, I do not give a fuck. I don't care when it comes to me. It comes, but I'm done chasing. I chased it. When I broke up with that fucking ghoul, I chased, I, I tried hard for like three months and I went nowhere. I just struck out time after time, dude. Then I didn't give a fuck. Nine months later, I had a, I had a 4th of July. I'll tell you that. And then I, I, I put it back down and, um, I'm good, dude. I don't need anything. I'm good. I, what the fuck are we listening to? Landon, I swear to fucking God, I'm going to call Colby back if you keep this junk up, dude. This is crap. I like that. That's come a chameleon. Karma chameleon. I used to think it was come a, come a, come a, it's, it's karma chameleon, dude. How about listening to a gay guy sing about karma? Nothing wrong with the gays. There's no karmic debt there, but just, you know, pretty funny that I'm not going to use big words, but. You guys ever, you know, I've told you, if you guys listen this way back, I doubt the podcast is still up there, but I remember talking about me and a friend, or me, I'll just say it, me, I'm trying to not talk about her, but I gotta, I gotta bring this up. Me and my ex had a couple things in common, not that many. For someone, for a couple to be together six years, you would think, oh, you guys have a lot in common. We didn't have much in common. One One of the things that we did have in common, though, is uh, I told her one time that my boss back in California, back in Cali, was down in the hole. And not that I fantasized or wanted to do it, but I had a cinder block next to me and he's like six foot down the hole. Land it, please. And I just told her, like, what would happen if I just kicked this block over and it fell on his head and he fucking died? And I know a lot of you heard this already. And she goes, that's so crazy. I have this fantasy of like, when I'm in the kitchen at work, I, I think about what if I just slit that person's throat, you know? So that was one of the things we had in common. But another thing uh, that me and a friend of mine have in common is we we like to think of like cool, funny songs like this or Hanson's Imagine that song playing right and then one of the worst scenes you've ever seen like cinematic history. Like imagine a violent, violent murder with this playing in the background. Like a dude getting his fucking guts ripped out. Or somebody getting shot in front of their children with this playing in the background like a montage you know a funny one that hit me earlier was because i was listening to marky mark good vibrations uh imagine a chick on uh, this is a movie now not real life imagine a chick getting raped with good vibrations pumping in the background how's that grab you all right we're gonna take a break there because a lot of you guys are going what the hell
going again. I'm at the Wave Max Grease Monkey, dude. I'm doing the laundry. I was toying with the idea of going over to Clendon. I was toying with the idea of going over there and getting my fucking oil done, but I'm not in the mood to be fucked with, dude. Um, so I'll just do it tomorrow, dude. Today's Saturday. Usually I do this on a Sunday, but... I got out of work early, and I said, fuck it, I'll just knock this thing out while I do my laundry. Getting everything done today, so tomorrow I can do my fucking oil and chill. Uh, I hear Drake, and I go, what the fuck, dude? Turn that off now, Landon. One more one more of those, and you're gone, bud. Not bud, I hate bud. That's my boy, Michael. Uh, I hate when dudes say bud, guy, hoss. It's fucking gay. A friend of mine, you call him guy that's fighting words i remember once he came over to my house we're playing jenga dude and i i found a funny song called hey guy guy and i played it and he goes guy and i could see his wheels turning like he was getting pissed like it was a subtle shot at him and yeah but uh then i asked him to put a tracksuit on and the the guest that was visiting and they were both they both like dude i'm out of here and I was all drunk. You fuck you guys. <laughs> it was bad, dude. But whatever. We're not gonna. We're, this isn't bad story time, dude. But yeah, I'm over at the Grease Monkey. I'm at a different angle today because my usual parking spot was taken. So instead of the front bay, that's what we call it in the industry. This is a good song, dude. Come on. Um. So I'm at the. the I'm on the back side of the bay. Um. You know, and I could see a little bit about, I could see a little more what's going on in there. And not that I need to, because I did this shit for years, but, you know, it's funny to see, uh, for the 15th time, I did this shit for years. It's funny to see the cool, or the, what's the word? Not respectable, but presentable people they put up front. Now that I'm peering into the bays, brother, you can see the real pieces of shit, and all of it's coming back to me. It's like, God damn it, dude. I'm so glad I didn't fucking stick in that industry. That industry, that fucking job is fucking dog shit, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm just seeing some of the characters. Because, you know, when I was in that industry, I was one of the shadier characters. There was a point that I had been there for a minute, and they were trying to pump me up to front desk. But I was smoking so much weed, and, you know... I think at the time, I had a little bit of, like, a... a, Like, not a man... Like, not a ponytail, but I had longer hair... And I was trying to grow a ponytail. So I had a rubber band little ponytail in the back. <laughs> so I'm high as hell. Goofball looking motherfucker. My hair is receding, you know. So I have a huge forehead. Hairline's going. And then a, a rubber band ponytail in the back. High as hell. And uh, yeah, I, I think I was on the front desk for about half a day. And then it said, back, get, get back of the bus, dude. Get back in the back of the bus. You're not selling any tires. Get back there. Um, you know, and then when I was doing oil change, I was an oil tech, dude. They call it tech. It's so funny, you know, uh, you know, bartenders and restaurant, restaurant, uh, servers and shit. That's where the term comes from. The industry, the, 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 the service industry. Uh, what I'm getting at here is, uh, I love how, whether it's calling the, the bar service, what it is, service, restaurant service, bar service, calling that the industry, or um, changing oil and tires, calling yourself a technician. 
I love how people, dudes especially, will put a higher name on their fucking title. It makes you feel like you're not such a piece of shit. It's like, what do you do, man? Uh, I'm, a, I'm an auto technician. Oh, you mean you're a piece of shit that <laughs> changes oil and tires? And I know some of you listeners out there do that, but uh, come on, dude. It's a podcast. I play a character. Uh, you know, that's like, uh, well, I've been doing construction for seven years. What do I, oh, I'm a foreman. I'm a, I'm a foreman or I'm an operator. No, you're a construction worker, dude. Just call it that. But people want to say that, you know, on their resume. Oh, I'm a heavy equipment operator. No, dude. <laughs> you're a guy that ended up in construction and, and somehow got your ass in a fucking machine and good on you, dude, but let's not, uh, put makeup on a pig here, you know, you don't ask, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I was, nah, I don't got nothing, I can't think, of, I don't know, but a dude that I work with hit me with a funny joke the other day, he, uh, he said, I think his name on, <laughs> his name on, I don't know what his, what platform or app it was, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, my name on so, whatever app it was, my name on so-and-so is Guy Fieri. And I was like, what the fuck? He said, come on, bro, it's Flavortown. And I started laughing. I was like, dude, that's really good. It's Flavortown. This guy, Fieri, I've never watched that show, but I know who he is, that faggot with the bleach blonde tips. He's always taking everybody to Flavortown. So to make your name on any platform, Guy Fieri, and then chase it with, oh, it's Flavortown? That's hilarious, bro. Good joke on that guy. But, um, but yeah, I'm watching these pieces of shit squirrel around, uh, what else is funny that I noticed pulling into this grease monkey today was um, on the big sign they have out front, it says Tuesday is Seniors Day and Wednesday is Ladies Day. It's like, is that, that must be their slowest days of the week. So like, how can we pump this up, dude? Bring in the old senile people, we'll steal some money from them. And then Wednesdays, get these women when their husbands are at work or these single fucking, you know, these single women, bring them in here and we'll rob them for fucking cabin air filters. That's what it is. It's no coincidence that you have that up on your sign, dude. You're not going to put, you know, Thursday is fucking regular dude day or manual labor guy day. Because it's like, how much are you charging me for a fucking... I'll go home and do this myself. I'm only coming here for the convenience. Shit, half those motherfuckers in there are are inept in most fucking uh, aspects of any kind of manual labor other than unscrewing a fucking oil filter and a drain plug. I've worked, like, for the 16th time, I've worked those motherfuckers through some of the dumbest fucks in there. These guys, you know, they figured out lefty-loosey, righty-tighty, but fuck, dude. Some of the shit I've seen there, it's unreal. But not everybody listening to this is a manual laborer, construction, or auto guy, so I'm not going to crack too many jokes about it. That, that might be a side podcast, like I've said before. What the hell are you looking at me for, dude? Um, yeah. But yeah, hitting the wave max. I was pretty pissed off. I referenced it earlier in the podcast. The roaches are at an all-time high. Uh, I'm putting my fucking... I had a big load today, dude. A big load. I'm dropping big loads at wave max. And this is how many roaches are in my fucking apartment, dude. When I empty out my hamper, there's three roaches at the bottom of it. It's like, Jesus Christ, you motherfuckers are with me? You're probably in my trunk now. Now my trunk is fucking three roaches. I'm sure three of them... I don't know if roaches fucking, yeah, they'll probably, fuck, dude, roaches gotta go, don't you worry about that, brother, their day's coming, I'm, I'm going full force, like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm, you know, I'm Tony Montana at the end of Scarface, brother, they want to play rough, it's okay, you know, it's not the AR-15 with the grenade launcher, it's me with two bottles of Raid and an Adderall pill in the system, I'm gonna wipe them all out, they'll be back, I know, but I'm only doing one more year in this apartment, 
I've decided I was going to move. When I get my tax return in April, I was going to move, but I'm going to stick it out one more year. I can fucking deal with it. Really, it just, I don't know. It honestly works. Oh, here's a fucking cool guy with the same haircut I had. A fucking man bun. Not a man bun, but a little little nub fucking ponytail with a receding hairline. Guy's on the phone smoking a cigarette, talking with his hands, wearing some kind of... Oh, he's wearing a boys in the... Or an easy, yeah, it's boys in the hood shirt. Real original fag. Great work, dumbass. You know, Boys in the Hood is a great movie. It's not, I don't know. It's great for a hood movie. It's really not that, if you really go back and watch it, it holds up, but it's not as good as I thought it was. You know, back in the day when I was hypnotized by Wiggerdom. It's okay. It's okay. I would give it a 7 out of 10. This is Nikki's movie review hour, dude. Boys in the Hood, 7 out of 10. Um, what's a movie I would give a 10 out of 10? Casino. You guys ever seen Casino? I put that higher than Goodfellas. I look, I like them both, but, um, Casino, I thought was just, you know, as a film producer, critiquer guy, uh, one, Casino was three hours long, but it made, the way the scenes were cut, it was just, I don't know, man, I don't think there's a scene in that movie that's over, like, two minutes long, but, um, a three-hour movie that feels like a one-hour movie, brother, you know that's a good movie, Goodfellas was great, but it's just, it's, it's just like anything else, bro, it's so played out that it's like, man, I've seen this so many fucking times that it sucks now, it doesn't suck, like, if it comes on, I don't watch TV, but, like, if I'm in a hotel room or something, or at a friend's house, a casino comes on, we're watching casino, dude, it's great, it's fucking sick, um, and now that I'm thinking about that, like I said earlier in the cast, uh, me and a friend, a friend of mine, we like to think about gnarly movie scenes with terrible, terrible things happening with funny thing with funny songs playing. It's kind of clicking with me now. I think I get that idea. If you watch Goodfellas, I mean, it's similar. It's similar. It's not the same idea that me and my friend have, but there's a point in Goodfellas where they're finding all these dead bodies and it's playing, uh, the piano part of Eric Clapton's Layla or Derek and the Dominoes. All right, we're not doing this. A lot of you fuckers are, you know, a lot of you guys never even seen Goodfellas, let alone listen to Eric Clapton or Derek and the Dominoes. But to the people out there that understand what I'm talking about, you understand the references. But uh, this greasy mother, the guy behind, oh, hold on now. Hold on, we need chill, 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 dude. Chill, chill, chill. Turn that off. I fucking hate Journey. What do we got, Len? You think you can just chill and drink Buzz with Daddy? Speaking of referencing yourself as daddy, um, you guys ever heard of that comedian, Chris D'Elia? I'll admit, I used to listen to his podcast. I thought he was pretty funny, pretty original, different, you know? But, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up on this. Um, not that I do. I just, I go on a fucking website that trashes comedians, and that's one of my staples daily. Like, uh, I was eating lunch the other day, and one of my friends, co-workers walks up to me and he's like, Sorry to interrupt your scroll time like I was on fucking Instagram or Facebook. No, dude. I was on this subreddit called Fighter and the Kid, and they just shit on uh, L.A. comedians. It's very funny, dude. Look into that. If anybody out there has, you know, get off Instagram and Twitter and all that bullshit, social media. Get on subreddits called Fighter and the Kid. It's fucking hilarious. Like, the originality, and it's just, oh, man, it's great. But I read this the, the shit. They, they posted some shit about Chris D'Elia and what a sick freak he is. Um, I forget the segue I was using here, but that guy's really fucked up, dude. Um, there was a couple people that came forward and said that he was grooming them when they were like 16. 
think there was one chick that said uh, she was 16, and he asked her to send me a video of you and your boyfriend having sex. She sent it, and then he didn't talk to her until she was 18, and then whatever. But now what's came out is uh, he was hiring hookers to have sex with his friends and telling the hookers what he wanted them to do with the, the his friends. And then he wanted her to send the video over to him so he could have blackmail on his friends. It was real sick stuff. I mean, if you don't know who Chris D'Elia is, this, this isn't funny or interesting, but look into it. All right, maybe I'm talking loud because I got these motherfuckers looking over at me, man. But, um, all right, bro. This guy hopped off the thing he's going to do something. Maybe I'm talking loud. I don't know. How are you going to hear me over the, you know, the tires being changed? I wish you would, dude. That'll be the day. One of these days it's coming. I'm going to get into a confrontation on air. I did that on my first podcast. It wasn't a confrontation. I had a guy back into my car, my first podcast ever. And he backed into it two or three times. He was old, though. And then one of my boys, Kyle, not King of the Cheese DeRosa, Kyle Merritt, fucking said, why don't you fucking get in his ass? It's like, dude, the guy was like 70. He couldn't see. But, um, okay, I got a couple characters looking at me. There's some fucking line. I'm so... I'm going to paint you a picture. I got the Wave Max behind me. I got the Grease Monkey to the left of me. I have an El Tapatio to the right of me. And one of the line cooks, or maybe I don't know what his role is. He's he's not a line cook. He's something, though. He's wearing a fucking, you know, button-up, long sleeve. Uh, no undershirt. I can see his fat fucking nipples poking through. Put a goddamn beater on, pal. You want to seat me and I can see your little fucking fat dude tits? Put those suckers away. Put a fucking tank top on. I don't know. I wish you could read my lips, Reagan. He's drinking a big gulp. He's got a... Oh, Jesus. One of these cool, trendy mohawks. And he keeps looking at me, dude. Leaning on his Jeep that has no fucking back license plate. It's a good way to get pulled over and deported, pal. Uh, speaking of deportation... Um, A lot of people at my work, they want to push you to work till 5, 6 o'clock. Can you work late today? Da, da, da. Not a racist guy. Sometimes it comes across as that, but you got to understand I'm playing a character. I'm not doing the disclaimer again. Playing a character. And everybody's racist. Shit. You think I'm that fucking racist? Let me tell you some of the friends, my, some of the names of my best friends. Joaquin Perry. Nick Nunez. Uh, Kyle Merritt sounds pretty white, but he's fucking Hawaiian. So, you know, call me a fucking racist all you want, pal. Shit, I just went to, I told you, Michael, he's white, he's black, dude. I know Michael, whatever his last name is, is a white sounding name, but Michael's black as hell, and I hang out with him. Not a racist, dude. But, I will say this, um, to any motherfuckers that, you know, your boss is pushing, like, any, any people working with the legals, dude. They're like, well, that crew, they work till 6 o'clock every night. You want to know why, dude? They claim 17. They claim 17 fucking dependents. Okay? They claim 17, but they're not, they don't pay taxes, dude. They're claiming all that, and then when Uncle Sam comes around in April, they don't fucking pay taxes. I would work till seven, I would work till 8 o'clock if I could do that, but I can't because I fucking pay taxes, dude. I had one guy a year ago rub it in my fucking face. His name's Aguila, the eagle, dude. And, you know, through his shitty, choppy, broken English, he told me, like, you know, you, you basically, I'm not going to do an impression of him. He sounds like fucking Scooby-Doo mixed with, uh, 
whatever Mexican you, you know, Scooby-Doo in a Mexican mix. That's the way this guy sounds, and I can't pull that off right now. But um, he's like, you know, you white guys, you guys pay for that. You pay for that. Then I got the scoop. The scoop. Little birdie told me Aguilar just got his papers three years ago. So it's like, you motherfucker. Now you're a citizen and you want to brag about it? And that's what that's what a lot of these guys do. They come over and they try to marry. They try to link up with a fat chick and marry them to get their citizenship. But it's like the fucking four guys I worked with today, one, one, his name is Juan, is legal. And he is so proud. And my brother, I'm proud for you too. But the other three, they're all, you know, through broken English telling me, oh, I'm on 58, 59, 60 hours. I got before the day starts. Like, I'm sure you are, dude. You know, a guy like me, I don't, I don't get bummed about that. What you eat doesn't make me shit. That's, that's the mentality. That's the principle. Cool, man. You're smoking me. You're making a fucking $600 more a week than I am. But, um, God forbid you get pulled over. But, you know, in today's America, who knows what would happen? Shit, I work with this kid. I don't even have to say his name. It doesn't matter. Guy's got fucking two DUIs. Got caught on suspended license twice. Ten years ago, he would have deported the first time. And I don't want that because this guy is cool. He's a hard worker, but he came here illegally. $7,500 to a coyote. He came up through El Paso and he landed and he made his way to Denby. No big deal. I'm fine with that, dude. I just, the only problem, it's all good, dude. If I was in that situation, I would do the same thing. The only problem I have with the whole situation is when you have another white, taxpaying American telling you, why don't you work like those guys? Why don't you work till six? I'm not going to get into it. It's just, it, it pisses me off when people... It's, it's two different animals, dude. You know, and uh, even some of the the legal... Oh, I'm not doing this. Uh, unless Landon has something, we're going to take a break. Lady Gaga, dude. Come on. She's a real freak show, huh? I'm not going to do this rant because it's very transphobic. I'll be right back. saying fuck because uh well don't worry about it looks going back on you know what's funny about this song I don't know who sings this but uh there's that Tupac song with Scarface what song is that smile smile I'm pretty sure they came around we're not doing Tupac rants but what I can tell you about Tupac is look into him He's Mr. Thug Life and all this shit. That motherfucker went to Juilliard, if I'm pronouncing that right. And if you watch his interviews, like, when he was at Juilliard, he's a gay little twink, dude. Not gay is in the sense that I use it, like, lame or fucking, you know, not cool. But gay is in, like, <laughs> effeminate, which I have no problem with. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to keep defending myself with that. But, uh, yeah, look into Tupac, Mr. Thug Life himself. He's an actor, dude. You know? Uh, I don't know. I guess this is a hood movie fucking heavy episode, but... To anybody that doesn't know... What do we got there? How will I know? He really loves me. That's what that is, yeah. The thing about me, dude, is... You 
put the old school station on. Pretty fucking hard to beat. But um, how will I know if he really loves me? I don't know who sings it, but I know it. Uh, this will be a hood movie reference heavy episode. Um, if you've ever seen Menace to Society, not Don't Be a Menace. Landon, cue that up, please. Not Don't Be a Menace. The Marlon Wayans, the Scary Movie Brothers. I'm talking about the original. Menace to Society. Tupac was supposed to be in that. And you can look this up on YouTube. He threw a fit. Because the character he was playing, I guess at some point, I'm assuming he was supposed to do a drive-by. And uh, they said he was an hour late to the shoot. He was smoking weed in his trailer. Comes out high as hell and he goes, Oh, you want me to do a drive-by on a Jeep? You need to take those doors off. Because real hood N-words... We don't use doors on our Jeeps in case we're going to hop out. And the director said, you know what? Get out of here. There was a big fight. They hired Lorenz Tate instead of him. The movie came out great. I give that a... a, a if I, well, I take it back. I give Boys in the Hood 6 out of 10. I give Menace, Menace Society 7 out of 10. But, um... Yeah, Tupac was a little diva, dude. He went to Juilliard, dude. And he claims, you know, MOB, this mob, money over bitches, blood gang, you know... Guy grew up in fucking Baltimore, dude. Gay. I, I don't know. I don't get into all that politics. I'm 31 years old, dude. You think I give a fuck about what black guys are doing with their gangs? I don't. There was a point I did, but I don't, dude. I don't care about any gangs. If you're gang banging at this age, what the fuck are you thinking? You know? What are you doing? I'll die for my street shit, dude. You should die for your motherfucking son. I'm not, come on. But, um,. Gang banging's gay. Everything's fucking gay. I just went in the laundromat. And there was a fucking... <laughs> Let's just say there's a chick wearing a purple rain shirt. And I'm looking at her like, you've never heard Prince. But you have a purple rain shirt on. That's fine. It's a way you assimilate. Um, and we can trash the whites too, you know? Um, I just saw a fucking pair of slugs fat as hell, lesbians, you know, they both got the weird cuts, oh, speaking of gays, God, if you listen to this podcast, you might just think that I'm just like this fucking homophobic fucking, I'm not, and another thing, phobic is fear, right, so when you call somebody that disagrees with the gay lifestyle, homophobic, phobic is fear, how am I scared, I'm not scared of it, and I I can understand the correlation, like, people fear what they don't understand, so maybe, I agree with you on that, I don't, I agree with you on that. I don't understand the gay lifestyle, but that doesn't make me scared of it. I just don't agree with it. But I saw two fat slugs in there, and it's just like, man, I was doing the mental math in my head, and it's like, how the fuck do you two get down? Maybe that's why they have those 10-inch fucking strap-ons, to get through the folds and layers of fat. I don't know. But speaking of gays and trans and fags, uh, old Slim, Slim Shady reference, Hate, hate fags? The answer is yes. Homophobic? No, you're just heterophobic. Staring at my jeans with my balls bulging. That's slim, dude. Come on, that's Marshall Mathers. But anyway, um, so today I got off work. I go home to grab my laundry. So again, I don't do it on site. It's, it's, it's never been good to me. I just, I'd rather pay the extra $6 and do it somewhere and get it done the right way. Um, I'm grabbing the laundry. So hold on now, it's a long story. It is a long story. I basically walk... I'm walking down from my third story. Beautiful terrace. Um, beautiful 
luxury of penthouse apartment. And I'm walking down shirtless with swim trunks, socks and sandals, socks, one black, one white, still got them on, no big deal. I don't care if I match. I'm not out here, I'm not out here to impress anybody. What I'm getting out of here is I'm walking down the three-story thing, and here comes this fucking tranny. One of the main reasons I don't do laundry on site is this guy, every fucking time, and I will call him a guy because that's what he is. Every fucking time I do my laundry, here he comes. Carrying laundry out to not even... To, I like this. That's J-Lo. Um, what I'm getting out of here is I let it slip, dude. I'm carrying a full load of laundry down the three stories, no shirt on. The reason I didn't have a shirt on was because I took my work clothes off, threw them in the hamper, and all I had on my floor was a pair of shorts. So I throw the shorts on, going down to my car, and who do I see? Mr. fucking tranny himself walking up. And this is what pissed me off. I waited in my apartment for him to get to his apartment. I start walking. Once he gets to his door, he sees me walking. Like, okay, he's cool, cool, cool. He's going to get in his apartment. I start doing my my walk down to my car. He posts up and smokes a cigarette and look at me. <laughs> smokes a cigarette and looks at me. Um, and I go, oh, God, here we go. Fucking fag. And that is, that is hate speech. Well, I don't know where I'm going with this, but. I think he heard me, so now I got that problem to worry about. But a guy like me, I don't worry about much, brother, because worrying's a waste of my fucking time. But yeah, if I, if I need beef with a fucking 140-pound twink, fag, whatever, tranny, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to turn this into that. Uh, Landon, I like, I like J-Lo, but... Give me a second. I don't know that one. It's my boy Michael. Dude, I listened to a whole hour-long podcast on how Michael Jackson faked his death today. It's a lot of people you might say, that's, that's fucking retarded, dude. But, man, look into it. Hit me up. To any listeners that have my number, hit me up. I'll send you the podcast, and you tell me, dude. Do I agree with that? Did he kill himself? Not really. But he did bring up a lot of good points dude um yeah so that was weird you know and to any trump guys out there trump and michael were great friends dude so maybe they were getting too close to the truth and they had to shut it down what the hell Alright, unless Lennon's got something, we're going to wrap it up until tomorrow. He's got nothing. We'll wrap it up. I'll see you tomorrow. Alright. We're still going. It's Sunday. The Lord's Day. Beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Ah. I just went and did pull-ups, no big deal. Uh, wasn't really feeling it, but hold on now. Then I went and got my old, well, I'm at, a, I'm, at a, I'm at the park, dude. I'm watching, uh, it's called uh, The Dog and Dist- 
the, the dog and dis. Fuck, dude. It's discing dogs, dude. Okay? They're out here throwing fucking frisbees for pooches. It's pretty sick. Um, I was pretty entertained for about five minutes, and then it's just, you know, it's just doggies and discs, bro. Like, it's not, it's fun. It's something to watch while I do this. Some, let me tell you, dude, these dogs, they go out and get it, dude. They want it. It's fucking sick, dude. My uncle used to do this shit. Yeah, I remember as a young boy, I watched him at some halftime show. All right, hold on now. There's a lot of people here, dude. I'm not the only one who likes to see a, a canine catch a fucking... Hold on now. Easy now. Uh, finally got my fucking oil changed. Although, I had two guys offer me... Dude, you can do it at my house. One, my boy, and then two, Michael... I, want, I hung out with Michael last night. If you don't know who Michael is, he's a 48-year-old black man. Uh, we, we went to dinner last night, and then we went out, you know, to a couple bars. Uh, but when I went over, he was changing his oil. It's like, fuck, I could have just changed it here, but I was fresh as hell. I have my new white tee on, bro. I'm wearing my Gucci's, bro. I can't be getting dirty, you know, down and dirty. So I went to Grease Monkey today. And of course, of course, they hit me with, hey, cabin air filter, air filter. What I did is before I went in, I took a picture. I pulled my cabin air filter and took a picture. So when the idiot came out and he goes, look how dirty this is, man. This is the air you breathe. And I go, hey, brother, let me show you something. And on the, on the phone I have, it shows you the time and date in the picture, the time and date of the picture. And I show him like, that, that's my air filter. The one in your hand, that's not my air filter. And he goes, no, you're kidding me. It's like, fuck, man. One of, the, one of the guys in the back must have gave me the wrong one. I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Wrap it up, dude. I'm not getting fucking fuck off, dude. Is that Huey Lewis? You like Huey Lewis in the news? Um, yeah, so I went off with my boy Michael last night, dude. Went to the lake house, dude. Had some fish. He doesn't eat meat, dude. And then we went down to Old Littleton, dude. Went to a bar. Got yelled at by a fucking waitress. Or a bartender or a server. You know, the only place available at the bar to speak to the bartender, which it turned out to be that's where the, the servers grab their shit. She goes, fucking move. And then 10 minutes later, she comes up to serve our table. I'm like, oh, there she is. There's that fucking, that girl that yelled at me. You know, it got really weird. So we had one beer left. Then we went to a place called Wheels, a.k.a. Fat Fenders. Uh, hold on now, easy. God, there's a lot of people out here and I'm smoking. Hold on. for body positivity, but what do you, you got nothing to, what a fucking, come on, so yeah, went out to Fat Fenders, aka Wheels, me and a close, uh, me and my brother, I'll just say it, it's not getting anyone in trouble, we're kind of a big deal in there, uh, me and my ex used to go in there quite a bit, it's such an older crowd that when they see young, fresh, young blood walk in, they don't want you to leave. And even with Michael being 48 last night, we kind of got preferential treatment, dude. Uh, I I didn't hook up, but I I could have. I could have banged two women in their 60s last night. 
Michael, I saw this big pig of a woman, and I go to order a beer, and she flags me down, and I, I you know, I was gonna start laying into her, and she goes, "What's your friend's name?" And I go, oh, fuck, I thought you were looking at me that whole time. She's like, no, you're fucking whatever. I'll take, she basically said, I'll take whatever. But I, I told her his name's, his name's Michael. And uh, Michael started, you know, I'm not going to get, Michael's a married man. He, he had fun. He didn't do anything wrong. But at the end of the night, I go, Michael, dude, I need to go home, bro. He's like, just sleep at my place. And I'm like, no, dude, no. <laughs> I'm not sleeping at your place, dude. So he dropped me off and took my car home. I had to go get it this morning. He was ripping dabs and changing out his fucking, uh, I don't know what he was doing. But one thing I will say about Michael, he's a very clean guy. He likes cleaning. But we're sitting there, I don't know, it's not funny. But yeah, Michael's a good dude. We had fun. Good, clean fun, dude. Uh, a, lot, a lot of you might ask, like, dude, why the fuck are you hanging out with old... I don't know, I've said it before, dude. I like hanging out with old guys, bro. It's fucking sick, dude. You know, uh, my dad died when he was 50, and last night that was hitting me. I'm like, dude, this is what it would be like to go out with my uh, dude my dad's age, dude. 50's not that old, by the way. Me and Michael have a lot in common, dude. I mean, he doesn't really drink. Last night he got a little twisted. I was I was fucking force feeding Michael. Jack and whatever the fuck he's sparkling water, whatever the hell. Uh, Jack and sodas, dude. That's what I kept ordering him. We got Michael pretty twisted. Let him drive my car home. But... You know, Michael's a good driver. Obviously, the roller was fine. One thing that did piss me off, though, was Michael, when he dropped me off, we went to a gas station. The pumps weren't working. Like, my car was on, like, EE. And I was like, well, fuck, dude, you can take it home. Just just put some gas in it. He's like, yeah, for sure, dude. No problem. Get my car this morning, and it's like, dude, I barely made it to the gas station. But it's all good, dude. He bought me dinner, dude. You know, I bought the drinks, but he bought me dinner. And, you know, we didn't go somewhere cheap, dude. We went to the lake house, dude. They got really good perch there. I don't know what perch is. I guess it's a type of fish, but Michael got the perch, and I got... I forget what I got, dude, but it's good stuff. Ooh, nice catch. I just watched one dog just snag it out of the fucking air, and now I'm watching another dog take a dump, dude. Um, well, that's a funny story. So, I'm at the park here. It's pretty close to Columbine High School. There's a memorial for all those students that lost their lives, dude. And this is when I first moved here, dude. I was walking my dog. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's so weird. I knew. I was like... This place looks familiar. I've seen this. Because I used to watch a lot of YouTube documentaries on Columbine. For whatever reason, I was fascinated by it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Columbine High School. And I start walking towards it. And um, I saw the memorial, dude. So I'm walking through it with my dog. My dog dumps out right in the middle of it, dude. And at this point, I'm out of doggy bags, dude. So I had a fucking bare hand shit. I wouldn't have left it, dude. That's where, you know, it's a memorial, dude. And on top of that, there's a lot of fucking Asian tourists, you know, out there taking selfies and shit, so... But, uh, what else we got, dude? I'm gonna take a quick break. You know, I'm a big Mary J. Blige guy, but Jai Rule fucking sucks, dude. Fucking knock off Tupac, fuck guy sucks dude everything sucks I'm at a dog park now I had to change locations on you dude turn that down dude this is a rainy day fucking cookie monster knock it off dude cookies yeah I work with a guy oh I was describing I think it was earlier in this episode one of the episodes I was describing a Mexican I work with 
and I said he sounds like a mixture of Scooby-Doo and, and the legal. It's a mixture of Scooby-Doo and the Cookie Monster with a fucking Spanish twang on it. That's how that motherfucker sounds. But I'm a big Mary J guy. Uh, speaking of Mary J, dude, she did not look good during the uh, the Super Bowl halftime. That was fucking... That whole thing was weird, dude. You know? I get the NFL. Like, we're not racist. Here, dude, here's... <laughs> here's all these fucking... What they would call blacks, not me. They would. Here's all these blacks. Listen to them, you know. And then Eminem taking a knee. It's like a Slim Marshall. You know you're my boy, dude. Your first two albums, sick. What the hell are you doing taking a knee, dude? What is this, 2019? There's a nice fat. That's good. See, I like a fat chick. Um, you know, like my boy last night. He pulled the, the fat. Now, my boy, he he's a faithful man. He believe he has a relationship with Jesus. He would never cheat on his wife, but his uh, the fat girl did give him a number, and he tried to give it to me this morning, and I should have took it. Her name's Nikki. Maybe I'll hit her up. Hey, Tubby, you remember you said you'd do either or? Well, here I am. Here I am. Change that. We're about to move locations to my favorite, Lightning's favorite radio station. Isn't isn't getting reception here. But yeah, this dog park, I've spent a lot of time here. Um, so I'm on the west end of the dog park. On the, the far end, the east end, there's another parking lot. And it's like a two-minute drive from my, my aunt, my aunt's my aunt's house, dude. When I first moved here, I used to hang out in that parking lot and drink beers. One night, I drank myself to sleep. <laughs> I drank so many beers, I fell asleep in the fucking parking lot. And I get woken up by a cop. And he's like, hey, man, you good? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're not drinking and driving, are you? I was like, no, dude. What are all those beers in the back? I was like, oh, yeah. I like that. Ooh, baby. Um, yeah, so the cop, he was basically going to get me for a DUI. I mean, the car was off and I was asleep. So whatever, dude. Let sleeping dogs lie. But, uh, long, no, not long story short, we don't use that here. He basically, he asked me for my ID and he goes, oh, Oceanside, California? He's like, I played, I, I lived in Vista. He's like, did you play football? And I go, yeah, dude, I played at Carlsbad. He's like, what year? And I go, I graduated 2008. He's like, oh, shit, me too. And uh, we started talking about a barn burner of a game we had in 06. He's like, yeah, dude, I was the fullback. I'm like, holy shit, dude, I was playing fucking left tackle. What do you, you know, left guard. Um, so that's the moral of that story. Play high school football. Don't get DUI. I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about? This dog park's pretty cool. I know I'm uh, retreading fucking stories here, but come on. Uh, I watched a friend of mine take a dump just right here, dude. Just he's like, hey, bro, I gotta go to the bathroom. I thought he was gonna take a piss. He runs over and fucking shits right, not in the middle of the dog park, but. You know, this, this little walkway here. He didn't do it on the sidewalk, but pretty close. And I've watched this guy shit uh, too many times. Like, that's a question to ask yourself. How many times have I seen you shit? <laughs> Most people say zero. I've never watched another man's shit. Well, the guy I'm talking about here, I've watched him shit. Fuck, dude. On a countertop. I watched him shit uh, at a, uh, what do they call that? Like a dog rescue center. That was a good one. We were driving a Honda Accord. 
he pulled, and I was, there's two witnesses to this, Jack and Nick, what up, um, my, my friend fucking, <laughs> my friend popped the back door, the passenger door, the, the, the back of the Accord, and dumped out in front of a fucking, uh, humane center, and he called it a short stack, because the way it came out of his butt, it looked like an ice cream cone, I don't know where he came up with a short stack, that's a pancake thing, but then another time, we were hanging out, we were living in a, a house in Oceanside off Dittmar, and he's hanging from the counter asking me, what do you want to do today? What do you want to do, dude? I'm like, I don't know. He's hanging like a monkey, like an orangutan, like a red-ass baboon. He pulls his leg up while he's hanging from the counter and dumps on the counter, and then he screams to his, at the time, girlfriend. He goes, Lindsay, Nick shit in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker, dude. The guy's just dumping. He can't stop dumping, dude. But whatever, dude. He's got touchy bowels, dude. Um, this is also the dog park. I bought an AR-15, way overpriced, by the way. I bought an AR-15, and I wanted to make sure the thing worked, so I came down to this dog park, and I fucking let one rip, dude. It works. And I know I've told that story, but, you know, all the memories come flooding back to me. Um, all right. Landon. This will probably be Landon's last week. Uh... I've been talking to Colby and Landon, dude, I know, you don't want to hear it, I don't want to say it, but you got to go, dude, um, I love you, dude, but it's not working out, what else, come on, that's good stuff, good job, Landon, <laughs> oh, wow, so I'm next to a bike trail, you know, and, uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, adoption's cool. I just, I, I seen two white parents. They must have adopted three Nigerian kids. Or whatever part of Africa. I'm not good with geography, but these kids are black as hell. Black as tar. And uh, there's no way that's their parents. But whatever, dude. You know, I'm getting older. After, you know, I'm going out and stuff. And uh, fuck, the chicks I'm landing. Whew, we might have to adopt. I'm not going to go black, dude. I have no problem with the shit. One of my only friends in Denver is black. Michael. I have no problem with black people, but... Um, there's plenty of white trash kids that need adopted, okay? So if you're going to adopt a kid, dude... Um, why don't you stop virtue signaling? I know that's a big term, but most of you get it. Stop virtue signaling and show everybody... Stop showing everybody how woke and liberal and fucking forward-minded you are. Don't adopt a kid from Nigeria. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but how about you adopt a kid in your city, dude? There's plenty of fucking, you know, everybody always wants to talk about the, the, and this sounds racist, but it is what it is. Everybody wants to talk about like how bad the other races have it. You know, white, white, white trash has it pretty bad too. You know, drive through a fucking trailer park, dude, and tell me they don't have it bad. Well, the dad's not there and the drug use in the black community. Look in the white community. It's the same fucking deal, dude. White trash and what some people would call... Well, I'm not doing that. We have a lot more in common than you would think. Or the, the media would tell you. Hey, how you doing? I'm getting out of this dog park. We're going to do a little commute, dude. I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to Sprouts, dude. I need fucking... I need ginger. So, I'll keep you guys with me on the commute. Um, yeah, beautiful area. Beautiful, beautiful. One of, the, one, of the, one of the beautiful... Yeah, dude. I need to do a Trump impression, but... Um, yeah, here we go. Going through my aunt's neighborhood, dude. It's 
smoked plenty of dope in here. Uh, Inglewood's a great city. Inglewood reminds me of what Oceanside, California used to be. It's on the outskirts of a, a big city, but it's a little shitty, so you can afford a good house. When I was at Grease Monkey today, I did some reading, you know, because it's not always, you know, a guy like me, I don't have social media. A lot of you fucks and fags, oh, I have downtime? I'm going to scroll through fucking Instagram and Twitter and all this Facebook and all this bullshit. A guy like me, I read, dude. And so I was reading uh, Oceanside's Wikipedia for the third time, by the way. I already know all this stuff, but sometimes I like to brush up on it. And um, what I read was Oceanside is 133% more expensive than the national average. That's cool. But uh, another article I read was uh, Oceanside back in the day, they had a downtown, which I used to frequent. I know all about it. It's not like some hypothetical thing. I know all about downtown Oceanside. But the reason... What I figured, the reason I lived there, the reason my dad chose that spot was back in the day, Oceanside was like one of the, the two cities in Southern California that you, a blue collar family, their words, not mine, a blue collar family could afford to live in. And they accredited it to the downtown being, uh, they called it the ghost town. And so I understand why my dad chose Oceanside. Now it's a whole different fucking ball game. It's it's you know it's a resort town now, but um I miss Oceanside, dude. Dude, is that Katy Perry? Uh, this song's sick as hell. Uh, I'm pretty sure Juicy J from Three Six Mafia is on this song, so that's one of the reasons I like this song initially. You know, a guy like me, I'm so you know I like all kinds of music, dude. But uh. A lot of you people say, oh, that, that Katy Perry, what are you, a fag? No, dude, this song's sick, dude. Just listen to this for about 30 seconds. Let me drink and fucking drive, dude. down the same street once, dude, me and the ghoul, yeah, I'd better turn that off, dude, me and the ghoul, we're driving, we had a bottle of Sailor Jerry's, dude, that nasty-ass rum, and me and the ghoul are, are swigging it, you know, as we did, as we did, I don't do that anymore, but we were doing that at the time, and a cop ran a fucking stop sign in the four-way intersection, about T-boned me, dude, and I'm pretty sure uh, she saw us drinking, but she realized, like, holy shit, almost, my bad, she let us go. So not all cops are bastards. Some of them have common sense, but what the fuck happened to the, where's Katy Perry at? Go back to that. That's Def Leppard, brother. I don't like that. Yeah, that's that song that I referenced weeks ago. Running up the hill. This chick's made $2 million because Stranger Things put this shit in their episode. I don't participate in any of that and I'm a big 80s music guy but you know I don't like it because other people do run it up the shut the fuck up dude how about that run it up the run it up my patience turn it off dude run up the who the hell where's Katy Perry at Tim alien sex damn Kanye well Kanye West, next level. Speaking of next level, and speaking of retards, uh, why do you keep turning Katy Perry, dude? 
Uh, where's a nice shady spot? Speaking of Alex Jones, next level retards. You guys see what happened to him this week? It's like a $145 million lawsuit. <laughs> and he told the judge or whatever, it might as well be a trillion. AKA, you're never gonna get it. There's a beef boy, hold on. I will swing, dude. I can't let you get close to me. I will swing. There's nowhere shady for me to park. This is bull. What the hell is that? Sorry about that. I was recording and then my boy called me. So, you know, it's pretty low grade technology. The studio cuts down when somebody calls me. So, uh, that's fucking junk. But yeah, so I had to cut out. I found a shady spot. I'm in a parking structure. Like what do they call that? A parking structure? I'm in the shadiest of shady spots. Dude, I'd take my locs off just to see. And we're talking dark, cool air. Uh, I run the risk of uh, a cop pulling up and go, what the hell are you doing here? But I'm next to a staircase. And I'm pretty sure the staircase goes up to a Chuck E. Cheese. So I've got my alibi all laid out. You know... If I get any funk, dude, it's, hey, man, I'm going to my nephew's birthday at fucking Chuck E. Cheese. His name's Finn. You want to see a picture? Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm down here. I used to park in there. I used to go to this 24-hour fitness once. I got I got uh, 86, if you will. That's a bouncer term. Because a guy like me, I used to bounce. I bounced for three months. 15 bucks an hour. Uh, got beat up once. I didn't get beat up, but I didn't do well. Most people say, like, a bouncer, you're supposed to beat up a drunk guy. But... <laughs> Fellas, let's talk about bouncing for a minute, okay? Let me pull the phone close. Let's talk about bouncing, dude. When you're bouncing, dude, you're drinking, right? Most of them don't. Most of them take the shit serious. I didn't, dude, okay? So every shift, it was 6 to midnight. Uh, I would go out to the car and I would drink. Every time I would take a smoke break, I would fucking down a beer. So, yeah, when this, this animal, there was some guy that I bullied or talked shit to in high school. He had it out for me. Obviously, this dude knew who I was, and I looked at him like, I know who you are, but I don't, I don't, I don't, put the phone, put the mic away. I knew who the motherfucker was, but I didn't think nothing of him. And then I, the whole night, he's fucking mad dogging, like, what's up, dude? Like, what the hell's your problem? Closing time comes, or whatever, I, I forget, it's been years, it's been like six years. I, uh, I either cut this dude off or told me he has to go, and right away, he socks me in the fucking head. You know, and back then I wasn't, you know, training stand-up, Muay Thai, like striking, if you will. So instantly, I go back to my football instincts, double leg, takedown, on top of him. But from the bottom, this guy did more damage, like, like a cat. Like, you know, just swinging his little fucking, you know, yes, I was on top of him. I could have fucking, at that point, arrested him if I was a police officer, but... We both left that fight, and my I had scratches all over my face. Like that guy won the fight from his back, by the way. Not using jujitsu, just using like bitch woman tactics, like hey, like scratching. Like I said, like a cat. But what the fuck was I talking about? Um, this parking structure, it's right next to a twenty-four hour fitness. Twenty-four hour fitness is going through a big overhaul, dude. Uh, the one I used to go to down by Michael's house, down by my ex's house, they're out of business, and it says for lease on the side of the building, it's like, well, um, 
who's going to lease out a two-story building with a pool in it? Like, what are you going to do with that? A pool and a sauna and a steam room? I don't know. Somebody will, I'm sure. But um, this one, I got, I got 86. That's where I was going. I got 86 or kicked out of this one because uh, when I first moved here, I came in the gym and this little fag was talking shit to me at the door. And I let it slide. I went and did my workout. And then at the time, you know, I didn't have my girlfriend here. I don't want to go to my aunt's house. So I drank a bunch and I came back and I tried to fight the front desk guy. So they said, you can never come back to this. And like, we have your name and number and your picture. You can't come back here. Whatever. You guys are out of business now. No harm, no foul. But, uh, but yeah, I feel so much better recording the shade, dude. It's so motherfucking hot out here, dude. Uh, Denver fucking broke 100 degrees for the fifth time this year, which is an all-time record. I don't know. I don't know, dude. At this point, I'm getting used to the heat, but it's almost over. Three more weeks, and then we're talking September, October, and then it's snow time. Um, fuck, dude. I'm telling you. To any people out there, I understand why you'd want your kid to grow up next to the beach in Oceanside or whatever. But at the same time, it kind of fucks you in the long run. Because anything that's over 85 degrees, I'm like, fuck, dude, it's hot. And anything under 7 degrees, I'm like, fuck, it's cold. And you would think, being here for fucking five years, I would have shook that by now. But I'm telling you, bro, I just want to go back to the beach, dude. I just want to go back to the, That's all I want, dude. And I was looking at housing and all that shit. So the average apartment at Oceanside right now for a one-bedroom is 1800 bucks, Dude, I can, I'll make it work. However, I'll, I'll make it work, but this, this shit's got to change, dude. I can't keep doing this winter, you know, fucking four degrees, nine degrees, and then summer, 104, 100. Like, no, dude, I'm not built for this shit. I can do it, but Jesus Christ. Well, California's so expensive. Well, you, you get what you pay for, dude, and I'm willing at this point. I'm willing to pay for that. All right, bro, I think I'm going to wrap it there. I love you guys. I love you so much. It's, it's, uh, it's been nice. It's been, uh, you know. All right, I got to go. Bye.